Live from What Women Want, it's 172. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Wayla Brent. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Good afternoon, Wade Lawrence. How are you? Good afternoon, Shane Chapman. I'm well. Good. Missing Brace today. Well, he was here, but he left. Yeah, he left. It's his daughter's birthday this weekend. They're doing a really cool thing. Did you hear what they're doing? No. They're driving up to Saskatoon, I believe today, maybe tomorrow. And they're she's a big foodie, just like he is. So they're driving up there, and he's going to take her to like 12 restaurants for her birthday. Holy smokes. They're just going to travel around, try out all these different places, order a little bit from every place, and like make a day of it. I was like, that sounds like my kind of birthday. Yeah. But he skipped my birthday. Oh, mine's coming up. I was like, he can still, still do time. it. <laughs> he can still do it for my birthday. So anyways, Send him a note. I will send him a note. We're here at the What Women Want trade show in Regina, which is the first show that we've had the pleasure of taking part in in two years. Yeah, the first show, and then the first time we've done this show specifically. This one's brand new to me. Yeah, I dig the vibe of this show. Yep. Quite a bit, actually. So there's music playing, so it doesn't feel trade showy because it, there's like the tunes are turned up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to the organizer, and she's like, "I want them louder," but they're like, "There's some reason I can't remember <laughs> what she said." But there's like some reason they can't go louder, but but it's kind of pumping, so it's kind of like, yeah, not nightclub vibe, but like it's a happening thing. It's not just a trade show with people selling stuff. It's like there's a vibe in here. Correct. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it's double energy because nobody's been to a show for a long time. That too, and they're selling drinks. Right. Why don't more shows do this? So in the States, they do. Yeah, they're not. In in Canada, well, in Western Canada, it seems like people don't sell drinks here. Yeah. In Saskatchewan specifically. (laughs) There's your answer. (laughs) Yeah. And if we just peel back the layers, there's your answer. So, anyways, yeah, I found out from somebody who's like, hey, so you're having a couple drinks at the booth today? I was like, oh, yeah, we'll probably sneak a couple beer in at the end of this thing, celebrate. And he's like, yeah, I've got some Caesars behind the behind my booth here chilling because I'm not going to pay eight bucks for one. And I was like, Pardon? Pay, what do you mean you'll pay eight bucks for one? He's like, yeah, they're, they're charging eight bucks for a Caesar. I was like, they sell booze here? During the show? So anyways, cool vibe. This show is all about um, what women want. It's named very appropriately. Yeah. So it's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, fa- like fashion stuff and jewelry and just things. that It's a women's trade show. But we thought that what women really want was decks. So up. here we are. And we came out in a big way. <laughs> yeah, we brought, we we brought 700 <laughs> square feet of deck <laughs> here. 700 square feet of deck. So anyway, we thought, uh, what better thing to do than to talk about the value of doing trade shows at today's booth since it's the first one in two years. Yeah, and we've had some people ask whether they should be in shows or not, right? Different contractors or different you know, stores, competitors. So. Seems to be something that different like contractors have very differing opinions on. There's some guys that are like, yep, have to do them, do them all the time. Other guys are like, I've done it. They're garbage, not worth the time spent, yeah. like, or the money, or yeah. the staffing. Like, it's a lot of work. There's no doubt about it. It's a lot of work. So this trade show here that we're doing is, like, it's it's different than the traditional spring home show that we usually do. It's a much, uh, a little bit smaller scale, but just the type of booths that are here, they operate easy out of a 10 by 10 square because yeah. you're selling, like, merchandise, right? We show up with this 700 square foot thing, and the, the organizing, like, the organization of this event is not... Uh, prepared for that shit. Not like what we do, right? <laughs> There's no no forklifts, no scissor lifts. You have three hours to move out tomorrow night after the show. The show ends at nine. So they give you from nine to midnight to move out your, for most people, it would be packing up a suitcase, grabbing your table. Not even grabbing your table. The table is supplied. For us, 
we might be here till five in the morning tomorrow night. It's a lot. So, you know, it'll some, be interesting. Like, certainly there are some booths here that have substantial setups, right? But to pack up a, a like a coat rack full of clothes, it's quite a bit quicker. Than packing up Squeeze three Squeeze the coats up, lay them down, away you go. Yes, this so. is true. I just realized right now, <laughs> I just realized right now I was signed into the wrong Instagram account when I fired this thing up. Oh, you're doing the other 18. <laughs> and so we were recording a different podcast today. And I didn't realize I was still logged into that one. I just looked over and Mick Condex was like, well, it's been a while since I've seen this handle. The other 18 handle. Triggered. So uh, we'll fix that right meow. Okay. Um, so anyway, what, you wrote an article recently, and we haven't published it yet, but it was about like the value of trade shows. And you kind of broke it down into like, you're going to get out of it what you, what you put into it or what your expectations are of it. But there's two ways to approach them. One is to get there and sell things, which this trade show is very much about that. Not for us. Not for for us. most of the vendors here, they brought merchandise to sell here. They are taking cash home from this show. Yes. And that, that's typically not our style. Uh, and I don't think that's our style in this show either. No. We're, we're still going to continue to just like inform educate, teach, uh, provide value. So the, the two methods, the two theories that I had were sell or don't sell. Right. And so the idea behind sell is like you said, you show up and you, you try to gain a portion of your annual revenue from the show. I don't really like that style. Not like, not for what we do. Not for what we do. For what they're doing, like for the people that appears at this show that makes sense for them yeah so the interesting thing is uh on the other podcast we, re- we interviewed today michelle strawford from who organizes this show and she owns some retail fashion stores and so her business started out just selling stuff at these kinds of shows and she never yeah. even really wanted to get into retail she never wanted to open a space she did most of her business and still does a bunch of her business through these trade shows because for the right audience for the right kind of trade show the right business like this what women want thing here a lot of these people these women that are showing up here today are coming here to spend some money it's they're treating themselves this is a chance to get out with some friends yep. shop around buy some earrings buy some clothing buy a, whatever like they you got can go to, here. you can go to 40 stores here with one building yeah or probably almost I would say almost double that. I think she said they had a hundred and some vendors in here right now. Right. So, but you're not going to buy from all of them. No, you're not, only 40, right? But still. <laughs> you got to answer questions. Fantastic. So if that's your thing, then that's, then that's, then selling is your thing for trade shows. But, yeah. but for contractors, generally you're not going to sign off on too many $58,000 deck projects at a trade show. Right. And, and so in the article I wrote that you probably could. You know what I mean? Like you actually could go there and be set up to take deposits well, and you it, could be ready to possible. go. And I just, and what I wrote in the article was that I didn't think that that was a great way to go about it because it seems pushy and it seems aggressive and you have a bunch of barriers to break down with these people before you decide or before they decide they're going to hire you or that you want to work with them. Right. So make it the introduction part. Make it like get the information, find out the address, basically what they're doing for a, for a deck or a project, and then go there, spend the time with them there. Don't do it in the show. You, it's, your time at the show is valuable. You only have a few hours. So 
make sure that the time you use in the show is used properly. Yeah, I think this, what, what a trade show is all about is getting, for one, it's exposure primarily, especially for contractors, is getting in front of people and, and it's a chance for you to make a great first impression in your environment. Like you've kind of created your, you got to recreate your brand and your environment at the place. Instead of going into somebody's, like meeting somebody first by a phone call or an email over something, whatever, uh, you get a chance to actually like show yourself, build some of that trust, build some of that rapport yep. up front before you ever go to their house. Correct. And then, because the other way is, is you email and you phone call back and forth, but the first chance you get to really leave like a good, solid in-person impression is at their house and their home. And you're, you're in your... Out you might not be in your best. Like you, yeah. might, you might be off at fresh off a job site or something. But yep. when you're in your own environment, you're bringing your A game to a trade show. Not only that, but for contractors who don't have offices and operate out of their trucks, this can become your office a little bit. It can give you a more professional image than rolling up in your truck and just operating out of a trailer. Certainly. Some guys have showrooms, so that's like it's a permanent trade show, essentially. Yeah. Big advantage to having that. Yeah. So... Um, Carly in the Instagram chat here, now that we got the right account up here, says it's great for leads and inquiries. Yeah. And I think that's how we treat it as well. Sometimes people that's do it. come up and they're like, I'd like to get a quote on. It's like, great. Well, of course, capture that information. Of course. Certainly. And we've done that already. Yeah. We've had that happen here and it's like, no problem. We fill out our sheet. We're prepared to take information. Yeah. What I didn't do was deliver a quote. Yeah. Or take a deposit. Yeah. No problem. I'll get back to you. I and, have other people to see. And we, we could. Like we've got everything here that we could do it. It's just, yep. again, for us, for us, well, for anybody, like, that's just not something you decide in 10 minutes. You don't walk up to a thing and be like, oh, we need to deck this here. Uh, pick your shit out. And, like, and nor did we bring our entire selection of stuff here that our store would have. Right? Right. If somebody's looking to pick colors here, well, we didn't, there's, in the past, we've had a booth like that where yep. we had all this stuff here and it was yep. like, oh, that's a lot of setup and um, odds are they aren't making that decision today anyway. So today but also just nobody like, comes here expecting to go home with a deck. Like, they might right. go home with a candle yeah. or some clothes. There's no need to buy right now. You can, you can pay <laughs> next week. Like, you can book in next week. Yeah. It's not like, yeah. Honey, so, you're not going to believe this. Whereas I came home booths. with a deck. Yeah. It's in the truck. I'm going to need yeah. a hand. The guys will be here tomorrow. <laughs> so so then, what, what are some tips? What are some tips that, like, how should you, if you're not trying to sell, you're, like, you're always trying to sell yourself, of course, but... Yeah, but trying to capture leads. What are some tips for people to get somebody's attention to start the conversation that you would give them being at a trade show? People are walking by. They're not expecting to see a deck builder there maybe yeah. potentially. I think jump out in front of them is usually, that's a really good to get people to slow down, right? No. So yeah. typically what, what we would do is just, we were just there. I was just available, right. right? I never, I didn't ever start a conversation. I didn't reach out to people. It's like, but I was around, and if they started to talk to us at the booth, then I talked to them. Right. And I certainly wasn't selling. I was just talking. And if they were talking about how crazy of an inlay you had, it's like, yeah, you know what? That took a little bit of time to do. And you yeah. know, it's, it's certainly time consuming, but it looks great. And yeah. what do you like about it? And boom. Then they have to talk to you, right? So that's, that's yeah, that's, I, I think that's a, a good point for one. I think when people come to these shows, this, again, this one's different. This one has a different vibe to it. I think people are coming here prepared to spend money. But normally at a trade show, people a lot of people are coming in there to kind of just like to spend an afternoon. They might they probably need some stuff, that's why they came in the first place, but they're not looking to pull the trigger today necessarily. They're already expecting to be cat called as they walk by. Yeah. Like they kind of have the guard up a little bit. Yeah. Because it's a trade show and there's like a lot of booths will be like that. Like, hey, watch just sit out here in the massage chair. Like, yeah. yeah. And so I wonder if that's because the shows that we have been in in the past are home style shows. Yes. Where 
it's like plumbers and flooring and electrical and exterior on your houses. A lot of the stuff that in the building industry isn't selling right. that day. But the anomaly at those shows is the lady with the frying pans and the guy with the shake weights and yeah. the ShamWow cloth. and You know what I mean? Yeah. Those people are there. And that's, True sell only. That's an aggressive sales pitch on all of that stuff. Yeah. And so in the past, our trade show experience was a whole room full of people not selling and a few people that are very aggressive sellers. Yeah. Yeah. And so that gets your back up. You walk on the opposite side of the aisle. You see, you already know where that person is and you're not interested. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We've also had those trade shows uh, where we've been attendees at them. And it's like some guy selling whatever, the next greatest clip or the next greatest deck board, but they're very abrasive. Yeah. It's like, well, don't be that person. If you don't like to be sold to that way, then most people don't like to be sold to that way. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So what would you suggest to somebody, let's say the, let's say a contractor decided, okay, I'm going to do a booth. Yeah. This is my first one. Yeah. What's your take on like what they should, what effort should they should put into the booth and what should they have at their booth? I always think there's got to be some sort of hook. There's got to be some sort of thing to grab somebody's attention. Not, not cat calling and snapping your fingers, but like how can you make your booth look attractive and make people want to stop? Like we've tried some different things throughout the years. So... I think some cutting edge building practices, whether that is cable rail or a pergola or lights, although none of those things are really cutting edge. They're not like, they're not not brand new to the industry, but they're not being done all over the place. Right. And so make something that's a little bit, yeah, Yeah. just make people slow down a little bit. Lights, slow people down. Aerial structures, slow people down. Yeah. uh, Something like that. What I wouldn't do is I wouldn't do something that I wasn't good at. So if you've never curved a deck board, <laughs> yeah. don't curve a deck board for that show. Yeah. It's going to take you forever to do it. Yeah. And then when somebody shows up and they want a curved deck board, you're going to have a negative connotation about that. You're like you're going to feel bad about that board. You're not going to want to sell it. So don't do that. Right. Do something that you're good at. Do it well that you can make money at and then jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. We did that for a couple of years. We brought the actual heat kits to the shows. That was our hook for those years. Like, so how do we capture, capture some attention? It's like, we'll do something that people do, don't normally get to see. We don't even, like, we don't install that. Like, it's, not, it's more of a contractor thing probably to be showing that off. But it was just a neat thing to have. That was obviously related to our industry. Yes. So we brought the blankets out. And then you get a bit of a uh, crowd gather around. And you give a couple people the gloves and be like, pick that board up. Tie it into a noodle. And it's like, the people's faces are like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So what Can is yeah. What has that accomplished? Like nothing other than it's just like one more brand hit. You got somebody to stand in front of your booth for a little bit, kind of remember your name a little bit more. Did they leave with any value? No, it was a neat experience, but but it was a chance to put yourself in front of them for an extended period of time, not just walking by. Yep. So it has value to it. Another yeah. year we tried, we cut a Blue Jay uh, logo into the deck. That was our inlay. That would kind of catch some eyes. Yep. Um, we've had we had a celebrity like a football player at our booth one time uh, to kind of catch would, people uh, in the song. Yeah, I'd recommend not doing that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that I one? wouldn't do that one. No. Why? What What didn't you like about that one? I didn't think there was any value in that. You did. You thought that it worked out okay, but yeah, I thought it worked like. I don't think we need that anymore. I think we grew out of that. Like, oh, that was our first year. That was the same year we did the Blue Jay deck and the thing. We had two hooks. It was like the Blue Jay thing that people are going to stop. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then we had like a local, local well, not super local, but like a celebrity that was uh, that mattered to the local people. Correct. Um, uh, 
So that was cool. It, got, it brought some people to our booth. Like, I don't know how many people stopped and came to our booth only because of that or like wouldn't have stopped if it wasn't for that and then remembered her name. What I do know is that trade show was incredibly successful for us. Yeah. But whether it, it probably did. didn't have a whole lot to do with, with the football player, but, um, but it was just like, it was one more little thing we could do to try to get people to like stop for one extra second. Yeah. At booth. that time we needed something. Right. Cause we didn't have a 10 by 70 booth. We had 10 we by 10 tucked in a corner. We also didn't have a, a name at all. We right. actually hid the name that year going in, right? Cause we were going to, we were going to uh, open a booth and a store, and we didn't want anybody to know until we were there. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like it was pretty quiet. Pretty yeah. It was our coming out party at that thing. Yeah. So so have some sort of hook, and like I said, if you can align that with your passion, it's like if you if what you want to sell is curved deck boards, then obviously do a curved deck. That makes sense. But two things that you excel at. Obviously, having a TV. I think having a TV is a great thing. We're doing that this year. Some sort of like changing thing, right? If yeah. you have the ability to like marquee stuff that that works pretty well can you guys on the instagram hear us like i don't know how noisy it is for this thing like we hear each other just fine but i don't know if the instagram people can hear us or not tc dex has a question he's like oh this looks like fun where are you guys so we're at our first trade show in two years the funny thing is not funny it wasn't funny at all two years ago we were building actually this booth behind us yes. to use at the saskatoon trade show we were in the middle of building it when the calls came to say like these shows are canceled and so here we are, fast forward two years, and we're back. And so that's why, like, we're excited to do this from the trade show and talk about trade shows. Twenty-three it's happening again. Twenty-three year warranty left on that deck. On that one, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, hasn't even been used. Yeah. Um, is there a scenario where you think that there's like there? Uh, how am I trying to word this? Do you, what do you think about the idea of taking deposits at the show? Like, so say, say people were ready to to commit to building a deck. Maybe they've talked to you already. The first person that stopped at our booth today had already talked to us previously, right? Correct. She yeah. showed up and was like, I've been emailing back and forth. There was a chance for her to see us in person. Yeah. Would you, like, if she said, I want to book in today and take a deposit, were you prepared to do that? Yes. Like, no, but I never say no to money. <laughs> right? It would have been just like cash in the pocket or what? whatever. However. Uh, E-transfer me? Yeah, you could e-transfer. You bet. Here's yep. my email address. Or, yep. Uh, like you said, we brought our computer and we're at, we have the ability to enter credit cards in on our, uh, our coding software. Yeah. And so, so we did this found the, a way the first it. year. We did all sorts of things the first year that we now recommend not doing. Don't hire football players. Did Don't, yeah. But we did do a, a yes, little thing at the first year. We had a, a brand of decking clubhouse that we were working with at that time. And we sold a discounted price essentially at the show. Yep. And the, a show we, like, special. I don't know. This is probably not advice for anybody because very unique scenario we were at at that point. We weren't contractors anymore. We were getting into retail, but we weren't actually open yet. And like we didn't actually book a bunch of inventory yet and whatever else. But what we did was we decided to say, hey, let's take deposits. If somebody puts a $100 deposit down, uh, we'll guarantee them 10% off their order when they're ready to place it this year. Yeah. So if you know you're doing a deck... Right here, right now, you could put down, and you, we had a form that you could choose your colors, which color you yep. want to use, whatever. We had the samples there. Which was they, going to help us order material. That's why we did it, right? <laughs> it was like, we want to know who, who's serious. So if we take yeah. deposits and they choose the colors, we can order that material ahead of time during the booking period, buy it a little bit cheaper and sell it later. Like, so that's obviously not how you operate anymore because we've grown into our, yeah. our shoes a little bit now. But that's how we did it. And lo and behold, five people did it. I remember we got, yep. we took five deposits. Yep. We were able to order the material. It worked. Like, yep. For not trying to sell at a show, we actually ended up selling a few things. And I don't remember, like, we must have been through, like, a square reader or something. I don't remember. Oh, no, we took no. checks. That was six years ago. 
Well, one of them was a check, but I feel like the other one, we wrote <laughs> credit card information down on a paper. Oh, you're right. We were collecting credit card information manually. Yep. That's right. Just that was go part ahead, of the form. Write your credit card number down here, yeah. and then your name and <laughs> sign it. Sorry, where, where's your guys' store? Uh, we don't we really don't have, have one, one yet. yet. And you want me to give you... I remember there was one guy that did exactly this. He His was name like, was Graham. He was <laughs> and he like, was like, nope. And you guys want me to just give you my credit card, and you are just starting. And... But he did. <laughs> did he? Yep. He did. I remember he booked it and I that thought he happened. came to the store like the Monday after and then was like, I was at the show and I wasn't comfortable giving my card, but I'm here again. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm misremembering. Because he was an right. RCMP officer too, right? He was yeah, maybe. Same. So anyway, he came right away after, I think. But regardless, it was like. It was sketchy, and he knew it was sketchy. <laughs> what do you have to say yeah. to the guys who say that they who swear off uh, who swear off trade shows? They're like they don't work; they've never worked. Do you, do you think it's like they've not approached them properly, or I think that's good for them to not be there at those shows. Uh, and the reason I say that is, if you go there with that attitude, that's exactly how successful you'll be. Right. And how, so, hopefully, I'm trying to pick up audio better if I do this. So when you're talking, gotcha. they can't hear oh, you because it's very faint. I yeah. see. Uh, yeah, so I would say that if you're, if you go in with like a negative feed, negative feel to the show, that's like that's what you'll get out of it, right? And so I don't think that people that don't want to do shows should do them. I think if you have the energy and you want to go and you want to sell and you want to showcase your business, then absolutely you should invest in a home show. I do think it totally comes down to personality type because they, these shows are absolutely not for everybody. No. And I totally, I, I totally, I can understand that. Yeah. Appreciate it. Like I, I appreciate when people say, I don't want to do a show. It's like, okay, good. Don't. They're a ton of work. Yeah. And if you are like, if you kind of don't want to do it and then you put in a ton of work and you only get, say you get 20 leads out of it. Like, I think that would be. That's good. That's like 20 leads is good. But if somebody else came here and said, well, the other guy, he got a hundred and it was, see, it was a waste of time. I knew I shouldn't have done it. And like, yeah. Okay. But we've also been at these shows where it's uh, oh, holy smokes. I need to scroll down here. Cause there's a whole bunch of questions here. Um, <laughs> there we go. They're saying that's better now. Uh, we've been at a show before where like we've taken our typical approach of kind of like, being super friendly, super approachable, but not being in people's faces. But then you look across the way and then there's the people who are super aggressive. Then there's the people who are sitting on their phones the entire time, recording a podcast, not paying attention to anything. Right. That's us. <laughs> no. We're now there. But we've seen the guys that sit on their in their booth with their face in their phone. And then those are the guys that are probably complaining later that the show didn't work. Nobody even stopped at the booth. Frick, you, you sat in a chair with your face buried the entire time. You were not approachable. What do what do you expect? Exactly. Like, yeah. That's not the way to go about it either. Don't be super, like don't be overly aggressive, but don't be like ridiculously passive about it either. Yeah. Be involved and engaged in the show. Another thing I love about it, about these shows too, not only like again, I'm, I haven't even walked around this show yet, so I don't know. I haven't either. But we should do is a loop. the chance to like potentially collaborate with other people that are there. You might meet your new screw pile guy at that show. Or you might meet the new electrician you're going to work with to wire your jobs. Yep. Or you might, you know what I mean? Like, or landscape company is perfect. Or a, or or a you supplier. Might sell a deck <laughs> to one of the people that's working the show. Right. Yeah. So it's just, a, it's great exposure all the way around. 
I, yeah, for me, it's. Just, I think the the reason we like the shows so much is that we come here with the mindset of exposure. Right. And that's it. Yeah. So, how could we ever fail? Yeah. We like we can't because yeah. we just want to be in front of a bunch of new people. So there but it is. We've talked like we think with marketing minds. So when we walk away from here and like nobody buys a deck, we're like still still valuable though because they good saw weekend, our right. That was a good weekend. They're gonna remember us better yeah. when they do want one probably yep. or something. So, anyways, hey, there's my sister-in-law. Um, all you need to do is say hi, says Carly. Yeah, again, just being that approachable, friendly person. We've got our booth fairly well staffed here today, and I think we do a good job of hiring friendly people to begin with, so like they fit into this environment pretty well. But um, what would you say are some tips for somebody who's going to do their first home show that they're like they're working the booth by themselves? Uh, or maybe they have one helper, but they kind of have to be there all the time. Yeah. And the show is three days long, and it's 12 hours a day. And, like, do you have any tips for surviving these shows? Um, no, I don't. Like, so the first <laughs> one, you always have to have a bunch of water on hand. Uh, I thought that throat lozenges were really good in our very first one because you do talk a lot. You talk for 12 hours a day for three days in a row. Right. And that is a lot. People aren't used to talking that much. Yeah. Um, I used a bunch of Advil first time because I had a sore back from standing for that long. Typically, you don't stand that long. Yeah. So hashtag old dude problems. Yeah. It just gets worse year and year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then also maybe take a break. Like I think it's important to walk away from the deck for a bit. Like if you have somebody to help and cover. Yeah, yeah. Just go for a loop for half an hour. Go like just go sit somewhere quietly. Yeah, in, yeah. In a room, right? Just. Yeah, sometimes these shows, depending on the size of the show, I guess, sometimes they'll have an area that's kind of like the exhibitor's only area. Yeah. It's just a chance to go get off the floor, have a coffee, have a bite, or just take a break. Yeah. And just get off the the buzz of the floor a little bit. Yep. You do do have to kind of like check out a little bit. Um, And then I would say be prepared to capture information, right? Right. Be ready to like, when you get there and you're going to put the show on and you're going to do a deck and you're going to sell yourself... Be ready to sell yourself. Right. Get a haircut. My Yours leg- looks good, by the way. Yeah, I got, got her tight this morning. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, too, that people, if you're, going to, if you're going to do the booth, you need to put in maybe even more effort than you might think. I think the idea, I often see vendors, f- from vendors, and sometimes contractors, too. They show up. They take the uh, the show assigned or the show offered table and they throw yeah. some samples of decking down on it and they put up a roll-up banner, maybe. And then they like, like, I don't know. I'm a big believer in making it look like you're not just here for two days. Like make the booth look like it's like something that people want to come check out. I don't, I don't, if you haven't put enough effort into your booth, I kind of don't feel like I want to put effort into learning about your product either or your service. Yeah, or... Or is that a reflection of your work? Just, just doing the bare like, minimum? Just, yeah, just did enough. Yeah. He did just enough. Yeah. We've had oh, a ton of people stop. But like, I I don't know. if We should walk here on the show. Our booth is a little bit ridiculous for this show. Like, We went a little bit over the top compared to how compared to the show. Like I said, a lot of these people here can operate out of a single small booth because they're just smelling, selling, smelling small goods. Um, and we went like as if this was a full spring home show times two on it. So, yeah. but how many compliments have we gotten? Or like a lot of people are talking to me like, this looks amazing. So this far, is so, good. so good. Yeah, it's well received. So yeah. I, I would, if you told me that we were going to do a home show and you're like, what do we have to do to set up? Uh, grab a box of samples and one of the roll-up banners and we're just going to put a tablecloth on a thing, whatever. 
Like, I wouldn't even be excited to do that show anymore. My energy would be drained from that. I'd be like, I don't care to do that. I think you could talk me into doing that next weekend. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe <laughs> if you're doing a bunch of them, maybe alternate. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's kind of my attitude towards the whole thing. Um, Carly says, wait, are you saying I need to chop my curls with that get a haircut job? No, you just need to make sure your hair's done. That's all, right? Like- <laughs> right. Uh, TC Dex says, my tip would be if you're an introvert, hire an extrovert to run it for you. Not the worst idea. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Like a sales, in your head, you're hiring somebody uh, for your sales team. If yeah. you're not that salesy, then you need a salesperson. The one thing I would caution on that is that we've been talking about how this is a chance to sell yourself and make that first impression. You don't want to hire somebody that doesn't represent you well or doesn't have your knowledge or whatever. Like, you you probably still need to be there to, like... I think mine is actually you might just have to find a way to get a little bit more excited about it. Like you're an introvert, sure, but find your find your communication medium. If that means you feel more comfortable sitting behind a table and showing somebody something so it's not like a yeah. super in-depth one-on-one conversation, then have those things there. Have your props. Have your computer there so you can kind of go through a design program with them or something or have, show them some pictures or whatever it is. I think you, you got to get out of that a little bit because it's just like, that's risky, I think, to just be like, Oh, my cousin, my cousin Teddy, he's like super outgoing. I'll just have him in there. <laughs> and then somebody pops by and Teddy's like, shit, yeah, we could build you anything we want. Like over-promising and yeah, like yeah. not representing you well. Yeah. So that's that's a tricky thing too, I think. But, that's dangerous for yeah. sure. Yeah. Because, like like you said, you're selling yourself. Yeah. So that's that's what this is. So yeah. I don't know if there's much more to talk about. How are you? Um, this is a fun thing about the shows is that you get to be like live and interactive with people that walk by. <laughs> uh, you know, like shows are because shows are great. Right. So how do you, okay, before I was going to sign off, but before we get to that, because this is what I like about them is virtual trade shows. Would you, would you do a virtual, if the Regina Spring home show and the no. Saskatoon home show shows just said they were going to go virtual this year, would you do one? No, we didn't do them last year. They were virtual the last couple of years, weren't they? I don't know. Don't care. Exactly. <laughs> That's my attitude yeah. towards it. So no, because no, it, I didn't do it strips shows. out everything that we just talked about. The benefit of doing a show, it strips all of that out. You no longer have the ability to make a good first impression. If you want to send somebody on a computer screen, send them to your website. Yeah, not to a, not to a virtual trade show. Like I don't know, they're awful. The other so we like we booked into a few trade shows this year, and. I anticipated that they would be less attended, not poorly attended, but they will not have the attendance they did before. Right. Some people are nervous still, and that's that's totally fine. But the value of being at the show is worth it because right. the people that come are interested. It is a captive audience. It right. always has been. They have to pay to get in the door. Yeah. And so even if these people aren't renovating a deck right now, they're either renovating a hot, like maybe they're renovating their kitchen or whatever, but you that means the them. house, that means the house is old enough that they're renovating it. Right. And so you may have missed your opportunity at a deck, but they also likely have friends and neighbors and other people in their circle, their peer group yeah. that are renovating as well. Yeah. And so they'll be like, oh, you know what? We just did our deck, but we were at the home show this weekend and we saw these guys from the ultimate deck shop and you know, you should check them out. You're doing your deck. Like, maybe they can help you. Yeah, That's 100%. it. That's enough right yeah. there. Yeah, I agree. So, even if it is poorly attended or less attended, I would do an in-person show where they promised me 10 people would come, 
over a virtual show where they promised me 11,000 people would go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how I feel about virtual shows. I, can't, I just can't. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't like them at all. I've not run into one yet that I was like, that was well done. That worked for me. Oh boy, that I hope they like do another trade show. one like that. Yeah, yeah they no, they're just, they're just awful. Um, industry trade shows. How do you feel about contractors att- like spending, because it, obviously it costs money, spending money to travel somewhere to attend a show that's a like Deck Expo, for example, mm. or IBS, for example. Again, like it? Waste of time? What no, do you think? No, again, I think it's, it's person driven right so like you said if you're an introvert don't go yeah yeah you're not going to get anything out of that but if you want to talk to people that are in the like in your group people that can help grow your business people that will like share information with you i think it's really valuable you can find some products that maybe your lumberyard doesn't typically stock and you can come back and be like hey can you help me with this like i think there is a lot of information to be gleaned from those shows right and I think there's a lot of people in our industry now that are willing to help you and want to help. Yeah. I got to admit, my my reason for for attending those shows changed over the years. The first time I ever went to a DAC Expo, which would have been 20, 2015, October 2015, uh, I was going there for the products. I was going there because like I was new. No, I wasn't new to the industry, but I was new to, to like, new to the industry, yes. maybe not new to, yeah. So... I wanted to go there and check out all these cool, great new products that I wasn't seeing. This is the whole reason we opened the store, that I wasn't seeing in our local market. Yeah. That I learned about, and I was like, I want to go there and learn about stuff. And I'm going to go there, and I went there by myself. It wasn't like wasn't about Instagram whatsoever. Like I was following some people and recognized people, and I was there. But that wasn't the reason. Now, that's almost entirely the reason. I enjoy going there and seeing the, the new products, but it's not an industry that that changes that fast. It's not so innovative. You haven't seen it already on Instagram or somebody shared it with you. Yeah. There's other ways to get that information for sure. And I also think that if, if that was your purpose was to go and see new products, you're probably better off to go to those things like every couple years, year to year. There's not a whole lot that really happens. I would say every time you go to one of those shows, there's like a new product maybe, Yeah. but it doesn't even make like mean that it's a good one. (laughs) No, it's just a new one. Yep. But for us now, I think more than anything, it's getting there and just being part of that community. And that's what's sucked so bad for the last two years is not being able to get to those shows, you know, being part of that community, like yeah. sharing our brand out there and trying to strengthen the brand. Like it's hurt the last couple of years to not be able to do that. It's also been like selfishly at the end of the year, it's a nice wind down to go meet up with all the guys you haven't seen all year, all your buddies and all your friends and stuff Absolutely. like that too, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. and just to talk about the season and get information from everybody else about how their year went and yeah they're like crappies and happies right whatever <laughs> like, crappies and happies that should be the new name of our uh, our friday happy hour yeah crappies and happies crappies and happies <laughs> that's pretty good uh i don't think we have any comments there nope uh anything else that you want to touch on what about vendors from a vendor perspective Trade shows, is that the way you get your product out there now nowadays? I don't know. Um, like, obviously, industry ones I'm talking, not your local. Well, it could be either, I guess. But Yeah. No, like, yeah. No, the I reason- don't feel like the vendors crush at those shows because when we go, we're typically the guys that have our backup or I'm not trying to buy anything. Right. And so it's got to be pretty innovative in that room to get it to me. Yeah. So there's... 
but you should be there because if you're new, I want to see it. Yeah, that's the thing with products is like it, that is a hands-on thing for a lot of things, right? I'm going to see it, but I'm probably not going to take anything from If them. you're releasing a new tool or a new clip, something that requires some dexterity to understand a little bit, it's like that's hard to sell on the internet sometimes. Especially if you're selling a new tool that's going to cost like four or five, six hundred dollars Yep. Like it's an investment, so nobody's going to buy it on a whim. Yep. Um, being at a show and giving people the chance to like hands-on with stuff, I'll be honest, the first time I took the camo uh, edge system seriously was getting hands on it. Yes. It seemed gimmicky, and then you actually use it, and like that's why they do demos at these shows. Yeah, you were like, oh, right. I get it. It all of a sudden just makes sense. Yeah, this so is So if you have work. a new product. Now, that said, there was a, I think this last Deck Expo, we weren't there, um, but I saw there was like the deck staining robot. Yeah, so things like a, yeah, yeah. like a like a like what a, do you call it? I robot, I bought, yeah, a Roomba. Roomba. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Like a Roomba for your deck that stains. It was like That's really cool. However, like all they had there was a roll-up banner. And so, like, you can create some intrigue, but that's something you got to see in action. Yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> like, I'd like to see that. The thing costs around. something like seven grand too. So, like, you need to touch and feel that. You're not just going to order one of those off the internet from Sweden and be like, yeah. hope it works well. How many times, like, how am I can do three decks and then return it, or just one, or <laughs> yeah. like, what's my? Yeah. So there's certainly some questions to be asked there. Haney yeah. Construction says, still hoping we'll have a Tuds location in New England this year. Boy, not this year. So uh, running out of time here. We're, we're back to maybe we'll be at the uh, New England uh, JLC. We'll do a booth there. That'd be fun. So, yeah. anything else to add, Wade, or should we get back to this beautiful show and maybe go take a tour around here and see what's going on? I have nothing to add. I just, yeah, I like the shows. I like home shows. I'm glad they're back for us. They've been back in other parts of the world for a little bit now, yeah. but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to, my last, my parting piece is yes, I think you should do them. Like, yeah, there's so much back and forth. Yes, I think and for both. Yes, I think that you should you should get out there and put a booth in your local spring home show. I, I believe that there is a lot of value there. Like Gary Vaynerchuk says a lot of times, it's like a lot of people go try Facebook ads. It doesn't work. They quit and they, they blame Facebook. Facebook ads don't work. No, no. Just because you ran one campaign that yeah. you didn't do properly and it didn't work doesn't mean this doesn't work. Like, yeah. Trade shows work. Yes, they Home do. Home shows work. Yes. If you didn't get value out of it, it's probably because you didn't do it well or with the right attitude, which is kind of what we Yeah, and I, like, I think you could put up a poor display and take a great attitude and do really well. Better, yeah, better than a... Better than the other way around. Better than a nice display and being a... Never mind. Negative person. Like, there are a lot of people watching as we walk by here. Negative gonna, person. That's yeah, it. Just like, yeah. if you come with a bad attitude, that's exactly what you'll get. Yeah. So. But the best combo is to put the effort in, treat it seriously. Don't treat it like I just have to show up with my samples on my table. This is not an opportunity to sell like you would out of the back of your truck. Like, Correct. set down some roots, make a nice display, yeah. have something eye catching, have the conversation starter of some sort, be laid back but approachable. Don't get on top of people. Be friendly, yeah. leave the first impression, and leave that person wanting more. If there's somebody there that wants a deck this year and they've had a chance to talk to you after your conversation at that show, they should be like, you know what? That's the person we're going to hire to do our deck this year. You it's going to take a couple more conversations. You should certainly be way out in front right. of everybody else. Yeah. Right? And if, so. you're, like, if you're there and your competitors aren't, like that's a significant, significant lead that yes. you've put on like, yeah, way, way, way ahead. They they might decide right then and there that they don't need to go get other quotes because they've just they've met that person. Like we'll have to get a quote from him and whatever, make sure it all works. But it's like yeah. we want to work with that guy. Yeah, it's going to take a lot for us to not want to work with him. Now. He's really professional. He invests in his company. Yeah, we've seen his work yeah. firsthand. 
Yeah. Like, the miters were good. He's it's real. Good. Not yeah. a fly-by-night, not a chuck-in-a-truck kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, USMC says, you coming to GLC? Uh, no plans at this point. No. I don't think so. I don't even know when JLC is. There's three of them a year, I think, all the time, right? Yeah. And then the vendor part of it, too. If you, this is where I'm a little bit more, like, if you want to be part of that community, if you want to learn, if you want to build your own brand outside of your, like, for whatever reasons, like, some guys are looking to, to have a brand online for whatever it's leverage with getting tools or whatever their reasoning is for it. So they're trying to be bigger than just a deck builder in the market. Then, yes, go to those shows. Take advantage of it. Meet people. It's important. If you don't care about any of that, then no. Don't waste the money. Correct. Like, yeah. You're not going to get anything out of those shows if you if you don't care about building your brand outside your market. You're not selling decks at those shows. Yep. So yeah. And if true. you're already committed and you're like, no, I'm a I'm a Trex installer. I use Trex things and like I I'm comfortable with what I have. Then then there's not even new materials to see. Like who cares? Save yeah. your money. Put it towards something else. Market yourself in a different way. That's right. Yep. Yep. I agree with that as well. Okay. Well. If that's all we got, then I'm going to sign this sucker off because uh, that's it. I'm looking forward to getting back to this show. And uh, I hit the wrong button on getting out of here, though. I hit the wrong <laughs> button on getting out of here. So we'll go back here and then, uh, whoa, but this is, you know, when Bryce is here, it's way, way, Wait. way easier. I don't even know what this closer is. So that's it. We're not going to have one this week. We're going <laughs> to send it out with applause. <laughs> see you guys later. Take it easy. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>